Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Improved Podcast, the official podcast of Classic Studios. I'm your host, Chase Collins. And if you're new here, here at the Improved Podcast, we are building a community of creatives who have other stuff going on in their lives and their creative hobbies are just that. They're hobbies that we are working on in our spare time and in our free time. And I sort of use this podcast as like an accountability tool for myself so I can give you all updates and status reports on my different projects that I have going on. Hopefully, um, you know, get some goals done along the way. Uh, if you have any goals or projects that you're working on that you want to tell me about, shoot me an email at theimprovedpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. This week, we have a huge, huge podcast that I'm super excited to talk to you all about. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I am a screenwriter or an aspiring screenwriter, unproduced, I guess, um, non-WGA, but I am trying to break in. I'm a part of a couple of different, um, well, I'm a part of one writer's group, and I have a couple of different projects that I'm working on, and the big thing today is that we're going to be talking about is the WGA writer's strike of 2023 is over. They uh, signed a deal uh, this past week, and I am super excited to be able to break all of that down for you all. Uh, sort of from the perspective of a non-WGA member. I don't know a lot of what this stuff means, but I do know how big of a deal this is, the fact that we were able to get this deal. You know, is very much an existential threat sort of to the profession. A lot of um, different things we'll talk about sort of have implications on what the future of this uh, profession could have looked like if we didn't get such a great deal. So I am excited to break all of that down for you all. Uh, there is, of course, time codes below in the description, so if you want to jump around to your favorite section, feel free to go ahead and do that, and then at the end, I'll sort of give you an all an update on the different projects that I have been working on this week as well. All right, I'm going to go ahead and roll the intro music, and then we'll be right back to talk about the new 2023 WGA contract with the studios. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the writer's strike is over. How exciting is that? 148 days, the second longest in WGA history, and woo, it has been a long time, and I am so happy and proud of the you know negotiators and everything like that. Of course, I'm pre-WGA, uh, don't have a representation or manager or, anyth- or anything like that, but I am certainly proud of my... Uh, brothers and sisters in arms or in writing as they're able to, you know, make this happen. And, you know, the WGA leadership who is able to uh, negotiate on behalf of these writers and everything like that is just so awesome and encouraging. And I'm really glad that the studio, you know, was able to come to the table and make a fair deal. I think one of the reasons why this strike sort of went on for so long, you know, almost six months or something like that, is because of just how um, resolved the writers were in their position, I guess, they it this felt like a very much an existential threat to the craft of screenwriting. And in order for the union to feel comfortable with moving going back to work, certain things had to be met that I think was just not really on the studio's radar 
um, as being like a big enough deal to warrant this type of response but it certainly was and of course you know there's a thousand things we can talk about and that we'll get into most of them that um, you know is really are really important to writers and are really important to um, the craft and the union that they were fighting for that the studio maybe just wasn't tracking or hopefully not they weren't just you know blatantly ignoring it because they had you know other agendas or other um, ideas with which they were going to operate in this new you know environment and of course I'm talking about like the streaming world I'm talking about um, artificial intelligence all of those different uh, new technologies that have come into the industry that have really helped for better or worse reshape the industry as a whole right and so from what I understand back in like 2008 when the previous writer's strike was going on 2007 2008 the previous writer's strike was going on they the WGA brought up streaming as a point of concern because Netflix you know was just introducing their streaming platform they were probably the only people who were doing that maybe Amazon Prime was around at that point but not certainly not producing original content um, but the streaming point was brought up by the WGA back in 2007-2008 and the studios from what I understand they essentially said like hey let's wait before we do anything crazy and make a new deal or anything like that or incorporate this into the um, contract let's put a pause on this and just like we'll reassess in a couple of years and then lo and behold between 2008 and 2023 streaming took over the entire industry right like Hollywood's borderlines like sole focus is on the streaming uh platforms right now especially when you have new seems like new streamers coming out every other month you have disney plus paramount plus roku um peacock there's hulu there's netflix there's prime there's apple tv and the list just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing and growing and growing um and so that's quickly became the priority for a lot of these studios was launching their own streaming platform and getting a consistent number of subscribers right and that obviously translates into money for them but because streaming is streaming and it's not traditional television the pay structure is a little bit different compared to or it's just it's never been done before so of course studios interpret it as something that's most favorable to them and uh writers and actors and uh directors i guess maybe they signed a deal pretty early on i know but they want it to be more shaped like traditional television where you get paid every time the show is streamed and every time there's a viewer watching it um and there's residuals right but with streaming that doesn't really exist or at least it didn't until after this um this deal was made so i'm just super grateful that those who are in the union those who were on the board of negotiators actually you know listen to the concerns of the writers and were willing to stand up for this and not willing to just take whatever deal the studios thought was fair enough right they were truly trying to preserve this craft as an industry and so that's awesome and they were really you know something i saw early on in the in the strike was that these this is a fight not for like current writers but for future writers right if if these points don't get hammered away now there won't be future writers everything will be you know 
written by AI and then punched up by writers to you know make it actually a coherent product of course so we are very excited very happy um, with this deal of course it wasn't you know I don't think the writers got everything that they asked for but they got you know a lot uh, very significant made some huge gains um, and so we're gonna be diving into all of that right now um, and breaking down some of the big picture things that I think are most important and are of course exciting to me uh, there's of course links in the description to the actual um, WGA contract and if you want to get into all the nitty-gritty I won't be doing it super nitty-gritty I'll be going just high-level things that um, I find are interesting um, and of course I do let me let me caveat all this stuff I don't know exactly what I'm talking about I'm just sort of reading what um, it has been published based on the WGA contract um, okay so yeah some big picture things to know I think there's around like 15 or so we'll go through probably maybe five to ten of them um, because those are the big things that I think are interesting um, first thing I want to note is it's a three-year contract so it's good from September 25th 2023 through May 1st 2026 so earliest we could have another strike is 2026 hopefully that will not be the case and we will be able to sign a new deal before then in 2026 so that's awesome um another awesome thing is the minimum basic agreements will increase by five percent immediately and then will increase by four percent in 2024 and then by three and a half percent in 2025 i believe so that is huge so it seems like over the course of the next two and a half years or so the minimum basic agreement will increase by 12 and a half percent on average so that's a great thing for these writers um and I, I know that's not for every contract but you know for the most part that's generally what it's going to be um there's also increased health pension contribution rates and increased health and pension contributions for writing teams so by the second year of the contract uh the health fund will increase by 12 percent of reportable earnings or at least will be 12 percent of reportable earnings and the wga has at their discretion the ability to say if any additional 0.5 percent goes to pension plans or health funds and each writer on a writing team for a script will receive pension and health contributions as well so that's you know just great you know looking out for the long-term care of these these writers these creatives who <laughs> <laughs> who need it right um everyone needs needs to be taken care of um now some of the big 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 factors that we're going to dive into right now is artificial intelligence that's something that's very you know interesting to me i wrote a short film kind of about artificial intelligence uh it is out you can you can go ahead and watch that especially if you're signed up for the classic studios newsletter uh you can watch that right now um but ai right so ai this is what the languages in the WGA, what do I say? What's the website? The summary of the WGA um, minimum basic agreement. So, and there's links to all of this. But AI can't write or rewrite literary material, and AI generated material will not be considered source material. AI generated material can't be used to undermine a writer's credit or separated rights. So, that's huge. That is such such a good. I'm so glad that they're like incorporating language like that into um, the industry now, because I have a feeling that 
most AI will not be copyrightable. Um, of course, this isn't um, this isn't like confirmed yet. This is my suspicion based on what I know about copyright law, which is very little. But from what I understand, uh, copyright can only be attributed to a something that's been created by a human, right? So AI like isn't human. So just because you entered in a prompt into ChatGPT or into OpenAI or whatever, that doesn't mean that you are now the owner of that copyright. The AI created it and it can't be copyrighted, copyrighted because there's no human to associate it with. That's my understanding of it and it sounds like this um, language that the WGA and the studios are adopting is in line with that philosophy. So it, the AI generated material cannot be considered source material. And yeah, so that's, I think that's good. I think that's a good thing. It sounds like a good thing to me. Um, any separation between AI and a writer I think is better. Now here's where a second bullet under artificial intelligence that I don't know exactly why anyone would do this, but I'll read it out anyway. So a writer can choose to use AI when performing writing services if the company consists or consents and provided that the writer follows applicable company policies. But the company can't require the writer to use AI software when performing writing services. So that's interesting. I so it seems like it's a you know, it's a handshake agreement, right? You have to say, Hey, am I allowed to use AI when writing? And the company has to say yes. That's the only way AI can be used in when developing like a show or or a movie under this new agreement which i think is a good thing i don't like i would never use ai to help generate ideas or come up with thoughts or anything like that i think that's just not for me maybe i'm you know like a grandpa yelling at clouds right now like hey you kids back in my day we had to come up with ideas before we started writing and i don't know i think that's true i like that this language is in there um i don't I would rather the language just be like writers can't use AI to generate material no matter what. I think that would be nice, but I guess having, you know, asking permission is probably a good thing rather than just like a blanket ban, but psh, won't catch me using AI. No way, no way. Um, also, the company must disclose to the writer if any materials given to the writer have been generated by AI or incorporated AI generated material so I think that's nice just you know full transparency regarding premises or whatever that have been developed by AI I don't know interesting hopefully this stuff doesn't just get like lost in the black leather um, contracts and like in the fine print or whatever but also the WGA reserves the right to assert that um, exploitation of writers material to train AI is prohibited by the minimum basic agreement or other law so that's also huge i guess i don't really understand how the wga will um like confirm that that's happening right or that that isn't happening because as far as i'm concerned no studio owns an ai to develop you know whatever material right of course google and bing have their ai softwares like ChatGPT and stuff like that but 
just because a writer puts in that, hey, my material can't be used to train AI doesn't mean that those other companies are going to be using that or that the studio has to honor that in any way. So I don't really understand what that means. Maybe uh, some smarter folks will understand. And once the full contract gets released, we can, you know, dive into that. Um, of course, I don't want my I don't want my scripts to be used to train AIs. But I also don't see how I can prevent anyone from just scraping my scripts off the internet or whatever um, and then publishing them, or you know using them to train whatever algorithm. <laughs> uh, we'll see, though. I don't know. I might just be talking out of my face right now. So we'll see, we'll see what comes from that. Um, so that's sort of everything on AI. Again, I think this is one of the bigger existential threats to um, the creative arts and specifically you know, creative writing in general. Um, because that's what I'm talking about right now, obviously, with WGA. But I'm glad that they were able to get a lot of this language in there. I think it's very important uh, so that, you know, I can't help but think back to the, what is it called, uh, the Secret Invasion TV show on Disney Plus right now from the Marvel uh, Universe, where the whole intro sequence was generated by AI. Um, and I actually, I, I liked the premise of that. I thought that was an interesting idea, you know, incorporating AI into this, um, you know, espionage spy thriller TV show about, you know, who's who and, you know, uh, stolen identity and stuff like that. I think that's an interesting, you know, layer on top of the themes of the show. Of course, it didn't go over very well because the AI was like poorly trained and poorly made. But I think that was the point. I don't know. I liked it. Um, but I'm glad that now that's sort of probably going to stop happening anymore. I think <laughs> Secret Invasion was certainly a product of its time. Um, so in addition to artificial intelligence clauses, there's also improved terms for a screenwriter employment. So guaranteed second step, um, accelerated payment structure for flat deals. Um, also, this is something that's interesting. So for streaming features, so movies that were produced by streamers, so that's talking about like your Red Notices, um, whatever other sh uh, streaming exclusive movies that Netflix has ne these days. Oh, man, there was one that was great that I saw recently. It was Who Cloned Tyrone. That was a fantastic movie with John Boyega and Mr. Jamie Foxx, a fantastic movie. But... The point of it is, um, for a streaming feature that costs over $30 million to produce, uh, the minimum basic agreement for that will be $100,000 for a writer. And that's an 18% increase from the current rate. Uh, and then there's also residuals tied into that as well. And we'll get into residuals um, here n now. So... There are, I guess, improved terms in high-budget subscription video on demand. So that's HBSVOD, high-budget subscription video on demand. So those are, you know, films produced for movies uh, or f for streamers. And what they say here is there's going to be increased foreign streaming residuals and there will be viewership-based streaming bonuses, which takes effect in January 2024, as well as streaming data transparency. So companies, studios shall provide the guild under a non-disclosure agreement the total number of hours streamed, both domestically and internationally. And this is a huge deal. I might go on a bit of a tangent here, here because this is like one of the first times that companies have been required by contract to reveal 
their streaming data um, and provide any type of transparency. It's very interesting, and I'm very excited to see what comes from this. Of course, it's under an NGA, so people like us won't really get access to that data but as soon as you know i'm sure the actors are going to have some similar similar language in their deal um in order to you know obtain residuals but they this essentially requires you know streamers to provide data on how popular their tv shows are and of course like we've all seen like omg stranger things was viewed like a billion minutes it's like, what does that even mean? A billion minutes? Like, who cares? What does that actually turn into? So this, I think, provides a little bit more clarity regarding, like, what that actually translates to in terms of, like, a dollar amount and then what percentage of that dollar amount can go towards writers or actors or directors or producers or whatever. Those residuals um, are, you know, critical for a lot of these you know writers to make a lively a livelihood and you know live off of the work that they've produced in the past and so it's very good that this streaming data is going to be you know provided and hopefully these writers can you know start earning money off of these wildly popular tv shows that have longevity that aren't just like a flash in the pan and then you'll you'll never watch again but will be streamed continuously throughout you know the next 20 years or 30 years or whatever so it's very good. Um, I'm definitely excited once if the Actors Guild is able to get this type of language in their contract as well. I have a feeling a lot of this information is going to start leaking out and we will learn um, just how big these streaming companies are, what type of numbers they're actually doing. It's going to be so interesting to learn about this and I have a feeling like if these if these streamers have been, you know, doing smoke and mirrors, um pumping up their numbers and they're actually not that big i have a feeling a couple of these streamers could like go down of course i'm not really explaining this very well but there's a lot of rumors that like these streamers aren't actually as big as they are or aren't actually as or at are even more popular than they say they are and so that could cause you know stock prices to drop or stock prices to increase and then suddenly like there's more money floating around hollywood and there can be more movies being produced i don't know it's just exciting to the idea of more transparency regarding these streaming data is just like very exciting um so we'll see in the next couple of years what's what's gonna happen um so those are you know kind of the things that i think are like very interesting and exciting um there's of course more in the preliminary um, agreement that has since been signed. I was debating on mentioning this in last episode of the Improved Podcast because I had heard rumors that, oh, the WGA and the studios are going to sign a deal on Tuesday. Maybe they'll sign it on Wednesday. And I wanted to mention that, you know, because I record on Sundays and release on Mondays and nowadays. And I wanted to mention, like, oh, this is happening. This is happening. Get ready. Get ready. But I didn't want to be wrong, and I didn't want just in case, like, oh, something happened, and then there was no deal signed. So I didn't want to put the cart before the horse. So I'm glad that I waited, and I'm glad I was able to break down some of these um, more interesting to me um, aspects of the new deal. It is, you know, feels exciting to be in the um, 
writer's room again for the first time uh, in you know 148 days so to speak um so yeah that's kind of everything i wanted to break down maybe for the wga writer's strike i hope um it gave you a little bit of a flavor of why this strike was so important and what was won and earned by these uh, by the union and just congratulations to everybody and great work team um i do want to quickly talk about some of the projects that i am working on i am continuing to work on my uh, high school comedy feature that uh, i'm sort of brainstorming on right now and working through and thinking about um how i want to uh, write that story i am it's october 1st as i'm recording this so i have about two months to write this sucker and i do i want to write this thing i'm gonna just you know work through it these next couple of weeks and just get a rough draft done because i'm excited to be done with it or ex i haven't even started writing this thing and i'm already excited to be done with it that goes to show maybe i shouldn't be writing this but i'm going to anyways um just take a break have some fun writing a low stakes film about high school and friendship and everything like that so that's going to be awesome um i am still in my writers group and i'm working uh with them i'm still waiting on feedback for my uh script that i submitted which is going to be so much fun to hear their thoughts um but in the meantime i'm attending these industry talks and they sort of talked about like the state of the industry now that the strike is over and you know it's very funny right during during the strike a lot of non-wga writers were very motivated and they were like oh this is a great time to link up with a representative in order to um you know push your career forward and everything like that I, I said this on the podcast um, in an earlier episode, and I said, like, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Like, all of these agents and managers and writers are out picketing for us, and I'm going to, you know, try and take advantage of that situation. I was like, no, thank you. That doesn't sound cool to me. So I just kind of, you know, continued writing for the next, uh, for the last 148 days. Of course, I don't have a new screenplay to show for it, which is kind of annoying. Um, I can't believe I didn't get another script done or something like that but i did a major rewrite whatever um so i am so now that the scripts the strike is over it feels like oh now is a good time to maybe like start trying to have those conversations with agents or managers or representation of some sort and then during the industry talk for my writers group they were like actually now's not a very good time because all of the writers who already had representation are have their strike scripts that they're ready to start pushing and are ready to get back to work and the managers everyone's sort of hustling and the industry is in flux right now they're trying to figure out like oh what are we going to put into production what aren't we going to put in production all that jazz and apparently between october and december is just a very busy time for writers in general um, and hollywood in general and then things sort of slow down during, um, I guess, the new year. And so that's probably when I'll start really putting um, feelers out there for agents and managers and representations and stuff like that. So that's what I'm looking forward to. That's what I'm excited about. Definitely want to, you know, find a manager, find a representation, sell a script. I think that would be just such an in exciting time and, you know, produce a movie or two. How, how fun would that be? Uh, or get a script produced into a movie. I'm just, you know, excited for the future of this industry, you know, and it feels like there's new life, right? All of a sudden, there's new life in in this um, industry, in this craft, and everything like that. So that's 
that's about everything for me, y'all. I don't really have anything else I need to talk about today. I'm still working on my project, still working on my super secret project, which is taking up a lot of my mental bandwidth right now. I wish I could think more about this creative stuff, but I, I just can't right now, and you guys will learn why here in the next month or two, um, and that's going to be just awesome, just the most exciting thing ever, and can't wait to share all of that. Beyond that, um, if you'd like to get into contact with me about any projects that you're working on, please shoot me an email at theimprovedpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Green Bean for all of our musical themes, intros and outros alike. Give him a follow at Green Bean Music on Instagram. Um, Again, yeah, I want to shout out you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for leaving five-star reviews. We love those five-star reviews. Uh, And then is there anything else I need to share? I think that's about everything. Um, If you haven't already, please do sign up for the Classic Studios newsletter. I have the newsletter coming out this Friday, which is the very first Classic Studios newsletter. Super excited about that. Super exciting times. Um, And yeah, like I mentioned sort of in the middle of this podcast, but if you want to watch my short film that I wrote and produced with my good friend Elijah, that is out on YouTube now. All you have to do is search Dawn, a sci-fi student film, and you will find it um it is just a fun project that i'm super grateful to be a part of and we will i hope you enjoy it let me know if you liked it or not leave a comment tell you you came from the improved podcast (laughs) that would be funny um all right with that thank you all so much and i hope you have a great day i will see you all next week for another episode of the improved podcast goodbye (laughs) Oh, okay.